Hi, um, welcome to Politics and Beyond. I'm Tawanda Henry BT. And I'm Upenyu Makoni Matenga. Welcome to the best political Zimbabwean political podcast in the multiverse. Yes, uh, across many, <laughs> many places. And um, as you can hear today, it's just me and Upenyu. Um, Chris is busy. Was reshuffled. He was reshuffled. <laughs> Yes, uh, he refused to get behind us, so he said he can go and form his own party. <laughs> As the president, secretary, and chairman, and what, 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 <laughs> I, I ordered <laughs> that yeah. we re-examine his motivations. Yeah, there were too so many they... insults coming from 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 Mashingo and Manigaland there. Uh, <laughs> so, but um, yeah, welcome. This is a very quick supplementary episode. Um, well, I suppose it might be the episode for the week, but uh, we only have two major topics to speak on today. Um, those namely being um, the arrest of Martha Donovan, O'Donovan. O'Donovan, yeah. Martha O'Donovan, um, a 25-year-old Fulbright scholar, an American citizen, as well as an employee of the Magamba Network. And then the goings-on at uh, the Blue Air Youth Interface Rally um, and the comments there. So, very quick episode. Um, Like we promised, we're going to try and keep these episodes under 45 minutes um, so that they're more digestible. So, we'll get straight into it. Free Martha. So, Free Martha. Martha O'Donovan was arrested for allegedly insulting President Robert Mugabe. Um, she is charged with subversion and insulting the president under POSA. I'm not, I don't quite remember which um, section that was, though. Um, Do you know? She's actually, um, I think she was, a, her warned and caution statement says she's actually charged with um section 33.2 of the criminal law codification reform act um which is undermining authority and insulting the president and then her charge sheet had uh, attempting to overthrow a government um so I, neither of them are posa actually um mm. funnily enough yeah so her arrest was yeah, so they're insulting mm-hmm. the president and then trying to overthrow the government. These are very serious charges. I and I, you know, my problem with the charge is that it's a serious charge, but the actual offense committed is retweeting, and the substance of what has been retweeted in. I don't un- I don't understand the thread. Does that make sense between what has been retweeted and the charge? How do you draw the line from, you know, between the two? Um the that was at a, a rest um when they went to court the charge seat was sort of expanded and it's not for the crime of retweeting. She's actually being charged of tweeting under the handle of Matigari. Mati- so yeah. it's not that she's being said in Die Matigari Um 
So if we to say that the the tweet um, <laughs> is <laughs> is was attempting to overthrow the government, um, mm. she's the one that's being charged with actually tweeting the tweet. <laughs> as opposed to simply retweeting uh, someone else's opinion. Isn't this problematic? Quite. Very. So, because I don't see how the charges can stick. Does that make sense? Like when we go through due process and so forth and we have, she has her day in court, I don't see how the charge can tweet, particularly because following her arrest, where presumably she has no access to internet or, you know, mobile or devices, Matigari has continued to tweet. Yeah. And again, the charge itself and the actual, what she did, the line is very, very thin for me. It's, I mean, so. clearly, that's that's the, um, I don't think this is, uh, this is persecution by prosecution. Um mm. th- they're doing it to send a message. Um, now the question is, who are they actually sending the message to? Is it purely to us citizens or is it also sending an international message as well? Hmm. That is interesting. I think the fact that she's an American citizen is very um pertinent to this case i think it's not just about the tweet i don't think it's even about her as a human being i think it's about what she is and what she represents um so but i guess we wait to see the case as it develops she's due um i believe her lawyers will file for bail at the is it the high court yeah so um just just on that, um, her first initial hearing, um, which happened yesterday, um, oh, sorry, we're recording today on Sunday, the 5th of November, um, and in mm-hmm. case um, Grace Mugabe says something ridiculous at a meeting with Mapusori today, we're recording at about 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Zimbabwean time, so we haven't, that hasn't happened yet in case we missed something. But um, mm-hmm. yesterday, um, the Zimbabwe lawyers for human rights attempted to get her um, bail or released um, out of custody and the court dismissed that application. Um, my understanding, limited as it is because I only have tweets to go from, is that they were arguing that the actual arrest itself was unprocedural and, you know, they tried to bring some constitutional arguments in there, but I think the main thing was on a procedural uh, basis is um, basically, uh, the charges were amended before they came. It took six hours um, for her to sign a warned and caution statement. Um, so she was in custody for six hours. Um, mm. You know, basically, they were saying that the client was basically impro- improperly before the court um, because it didn't really uh, inform her, uh, her of the reasons for arrest. Um, mm-hmm. and right now the bail hearing was actually more not about whether she had committed the crime or not. They were trying to get out by saying that she just shouldn't be there because the police hadn't followed the pr- uh, proper procedure. And once they had done mm-hmm. the fo- proper procedure, then she should be in front of the court. Um, and the magistrate court dismissed that because there's no magistrate brave enough to actually, 
um, <laughs> to ever uh, release someone under such circumstances. So mm. we wait for their application to the high court tomorrow. And I'm sure if the high court says no, they'll go on to the Supreme Court. Um, but the magistrate ruled that she's to be remanded in custody until the 15th of November. Um, on the actual charges, uh, if you remember last year, uh, Douglas Monzoro, um, the, mm. the SG of um, the MDC, uh, called President Mugabe a goblin as well. And uh, and it in this ruling, because I think he, he was effectively acquitted of, of that charge, in his ruling... Yes, he uh, was. It's ruling. Uh, I'm just. I'll just read this little section of what um, the judge said in that case. A patently false statement to the effect that the <clears throat> president is a goblin was unlikely to deceive any right-thinking person into believing it is true. It was unlikely to engender in the hearer feelings of his hostility towards the president. In other words, a statement that is patently false, as no right-thinking person can believe it to be true, cannot carry the intent to inflame in the audience feelings of hostility towards the president. Uh, so Nyae has already been ruled, especially particularly in the world, to regards to the word goblin. Uh, mm. Because the tweets basically said goblin and, and his wife uh, importing Rolls Royces and buying diamond rings. Uh, mm -hmm. So, unless they're saying that there's more to why she was arrested, I don't think that they really have a, a case. I think they're more interested in what she has on her computers and what her role is with Magamba, which will lead us into speculation alert. And I don't know if you want to start with the speculation. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> you don't want to speculate. <laughs> ah, shagay. Um, from my part, I think the silence of the American embassy um, in regards to this arrest, and in fact, it seems the pointed ignoring of this arrest by Ambassador Harry K. Thomas, um, in as far as that he's still tweeting from Vic Falls um, on his holiday, um, well, oh, an American citizen has been taken into custody. Uh, mm -hmm. Is telling. I think for it tells. You don't believe, you don't believe there's any behind the scenes um, back channeling. Any uh, negotiations happening behind the scenes? I mean, American. You know, they're famous for we don't leave any of our own behind. At least that's the propaganda that's in the movies. Yeah, no, no, they are. They are famous. For for that and that's why I'm saying that it's very interesting that they're quiet about it. Um, generally, if an American tourist is arrested for something like drugs, the ambassador, will, will, at least from my experience, and um, an ambassador would generally come out and say, "Oh, let the course of the law go forward. Um, we'll try and provide legal support, or we've gotten in contact with their family. Maybe we'll hear mm -hmm. something on Monday." Um, mm -hmm. when he's back from his holiday. But the times that the American government does uh, keep quiet, generally um, you find that they are aware of what their citizen was doing and 
why their citizen was in that position and would rather not comment publicly on it for fear of embarrassing mm. themselves. Oh, also plausible deniability, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, you know, for for if mm-hmm. for american employees government employees whether they're employed clandestinely or not that's when you generally see backroom dealing and backroom peddling had she been a tourist or purely here uh, on there you know maybe we'll mm-hmm. see tomorrow there'll be a change but that's just yeah. my more so more than uh, association with magamba more than everything else my my general belief is just the silence speaks speaks volumes that they would rather do this mm. behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Well, now I want to speculate a little bit, but more <laughs> about... Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't want to speculate about the ones who can arrest me. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. Um, but I do want to speculate about... Because presumably then, let's assume that she is she is an an employee of the american government say and she was cuz my my issue is is that how effective because what we're talking about is satire as a means of um raising consciousness right yeah which is what the magamba program is about and we're talking about programs such as open pali which is a means to a more open and transparent government and particularly with regards to the legislature which is parliament um i i see what's wrong but i don't i still don't i still don't get it so maybe you can help me understand this because in there is no country where people don't make fun of the government you know what yeah. I'm saying? And for us, it's become making fun of the government and laughing at these people has become a coping mechanism more than it is a means of getting people out on the streets or engaging in actual revolution. So what I'm saying is if I was the government of the day, I would let it be. Do you know what I mean? Because all it does is much like the existence of the opposition is it leaves me to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, mm. I think that post arab spring the role of artists activists um hubs for information and online spheres has probably become more of, of an a tool of interest for you know the west and for everyone and it's also something that our government is very highly aware of so you look at someone like martha who I, her her studies have been in um, the politics of human rights and development in African cities. That's what she studied at NYU, particularly mm-hmm. her work with artists and activists and how how they pertain to human rights and development. So in terms of effectiveness, I think that you create hubs of discontent you create mm. you know i'm forgetting the name off the top of my head but i remember during when you're studying the you know the october revolution in in russia and the communists and stuff there were these cafes where people would speak and you know you'd be sitting and listening um so you create hubs of of innovation or as you say but generally they also 
after hours or whenever hubs of discontent mm. so i think magamba is one of those places it's 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 generally mm. a hub of it's very good it, 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 it pr- provides a central place for artists to meet but it can mm. also be seen as a, a center or focus of counterculture yeah so okay. its effectiveness as i i can't really judge um because mm. but i don't because know. that's actually the crux of my argument that yes eh, i get it but let's talk about effectiveness and for me personally as a human being i don't i don't necessarily because we we're now talking about access and we're talking about who has access to the content, who has access to the message, and who is accessing the services. I don't necessarily think that when you're trying to create a hub of discontent, it's necessarily correctly placed to be effective. Because if we're talking about, for instance, even engaging with parliament, this is a it's online, it's on Twitter. And I won't, I'm not going to go into the statistics of how many Zimbabweans who are actually in Zimbabwe access Twitter and engage with Twitter, let alone even know about Open Pali. But at the same, and maybe this is just from me, 10 years of frustration. You know, when you create projects like this that are supposedly there to help people engage with issues rather than, you know, the politics and the screaming at rallies sometimes what it appears to be is not necessarily what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. But you're not looking at it from a a paranoid regime that is main threat um, since maybe 2008 um, or has been, you know, the organized protests focused around Pastor Evan. Um, you're not looking at from a regime that doesn't know how to react to some of these things. Uh, mm. So I think... And I, you know, I mean, like, I understand you're saying let's not overemphasize how much influence Magamba would have on an election or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Or they, they're capability of ever overthrowing the government because of a tweet because that's ridiculous at this point it's the same thing as the thing with pastor evan pastor evan isn't saying let's take to the streets let's march let's not you know he's he's venting he's a frustrated person he's venting that's not the same as organizing yeah so people don't the government obviously doesn't understand that. The police at least don't understand that. Mm. Um, and the thing is, if they are receiving direct, uh, direct um, instructions from someone, either the new minister of cyber warfare, uh, cyber warfare and security, um, mm-hmm. if the instructions are coming from him, or if the instructions are coming from the new minister of justice, um, which is a possibility mm-hmm. as well, uh, because he was head of the C10, or if they're perhaps coming from the Minister of Home Affairs, we don't know who necessarily okayed on this arrest, if it was okayed by anyone. Um, mm. And if it was okayed by anyone, particularly these ministers, you would assume uh, 
that um, it's for a larger reason than just simply uh, the tweets and even yeah. simply her work with Magamba. It might be, uh, guys, hands off Zim for 2018. We know who you are. Ah, I see. It might yeah. be simply, please get your guys out. We've let you mm. do your thing. But now the elections are coming at Chad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that then leads to further implications for the degree of free credibility, rather, of the 2018 elections, doesn't it? Yeah, but they don't care. We haven't had Western observers <laughs> since 2002. That's true, too. So, <laughs> so, the, so the thing is... yeah. <laughs> I'm what uh-huh. the the one way we could have had any form of Western ob- observational is how effic- effective something like Magamba or Open Party is going to be in 2018 in terms of getting election irregularities out. If you remember that video of 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 TB from 2013 mm-hmm. at Mount Pleasant, how that went viral Ooh. so quickly. Can you imagine yes. now in 2018 where? you can essentially get a smartphone at every polling station in the country if the opposition is organized. Yes, that's true. And if hey. you have a place or an account like Magamba, Open Pali or whatever, to be able to distribute it through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, but potentially everybody is a Magamba or an Open Pali. I mean, yeah, that but, is that's the multiplier effect of social yeah, media. Yeah, but the message is... Yeah. Everyone is like this, but please, America, stop funding them. Otherwise, we'll arrest the citizen. <laughs> yeah, we'll arrest all them. All uh, them. Okay, okay. I'm with you. So, moving on, I guess. Unless, mm-hmm. have we missed anything? Um, No. Just uh, that to say, this is a trend across Africa. Of course. It's a trend yeah. across Africa and across any... People learn from the Arab Spring. Uh, Leaders sound Mm -hmm. stupid. As soon as they saw what happened in the Arab Spring, everyone learned. Quickly. (laughs) Quickly. Yeah, because nobody wants to retire. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Um, I found, found, we were talking about these before. I found those tweets um, regarding um, some little drama that happened in Parliament this week. I know you missed it. Yeah. Um, Why you gotta say it like that though? <laughs> I know you missed it. You know. No, no, no. It was one of those things that happened so quickly um, uh-huh. that no one really spoke about it. But it it's just before we get into the events of yesterday's Blue Air Rally. I think it's very enlightening um, okay. because uh, VP Mfoko, um told Les Gisteles that um, the new Justice Minister Bonongwe is the new lead of government business in Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, and there seemed to have to be some disconsultation in Parliament about that, uh, with some parliamentaries arguing that no, uh, Minister, uh, not Minister, <laughs> Vice President <laughs> Managua is still is still the leader of business. Mm-hmm. Um. Then obviously, um. Uh, your favorite legislator, Timba Melissa, was throwing shots, uh, saying, he said, Timba's oh. number one. <laughs> uh-huh. 
uh, when uh, when Emerson came into Parliament, uh, Bonyongwe uh, gave his seat to him, and mm-hmm. then he said, uh, uh, Temba stood up and said on a point of order is that we really missed Vice President Nanago because he used to deliver when he was leader of the house. Oh. <laughs> so uh, then it came back to the Nyayema allowance. Um, with uh, Mr. Bonongwe obviously being asked about the parliamentary and welfare, um, which they were successful, so they're sitting now. I think they've been yes. told they're getting $4 million collectively. 24000 in CDF funds, $2,000 in allowances, plus a stand. Everybody's a winner. Where are they getting uh, stands from? Are they, how, how are they making land? <laughs> like one of you know i actually think that because coincidentally barclays has um shut down the ability to make uh external payments via their visa is it yeah their visa card yeah and um yeah, but I do think that that's where the money's coming from it's further raiding of nostra accounts um and yes, they are printing bond notes more than... I think what they're saying they're printing and what is actually being printed are two very different things. Yeah. So, yeah, you, like, you, which yeah, leads you know, to further liquidity issues, etc., etc. You know, Tim, I'm sorry. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that happened. And then we moved to Kwabluayo Nezuru. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was is it true that I'm, in fact I know it's true for a fact Ubluayo means the place where they spilled blood Ubluayo mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think so but I'm, I think I'm as historically it means corrected. the place of a battle or something like that because it certainly was a yeah. massacre of of of, of sorts mm-hmm. um, well I'm looking it up now um, okay, <laughs> while, while you do that, um, for those that yeah. don't know, for those that haven't heard, um, the goblin and his wife. Uh, <laughs> but comrades, why? Why are you trying to take me down? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> As a disclaimer, <laughs> this voice is Tawanda Henry Kwesibiti speaking. Um mm. And I'm the one referring to the goblin as the goblin and his wife as the goblin's wife. What is the female version of a goblin? Maybe a goblin-ness. Goblinette. A goblin-ness. But, but for anyone associated with intelligence services, I completely dissociate myself from <laughs> any goblin-related statements. Drunko Batsrao. Okay. <laughs> Goblins, oaks. Um, anyway, Robert mm-hmm. Mugabe was on a war path yesterday. More um, well, I, I believe it started with um, Comrade um, Dr. Grace uh, Mugabe. And my understanding of what happened was in the events of the day when uh, Vice President Nanagwa came, uh, he received a very loud cheer. Uh, as he does these days, because you know, every, even people in Zanopia generally like him, um, and I think it's because he's under siege more than anything else. Um, then 
he came in and he did his usual slogans. In fact, he even said, Pamberina, Dr. RG, um, Dr. Grace Mugabe, um, Pasinemandu. <laughs> but, and then he sat down. And then rally progressed as usual. We're just trying to get through the timeline quickly here. Then, predictably, Grace Mugabe stood up with fire in her belly uh, to Dr. Stop It was in fine form. But she was booed by certain sections of of the crowd. So she was told or tipped off um, that she would be booed and in fact believes that these people who were booing her were Lacoste functionaries. And um, in her speech, um, I'm trying to, I'm, I should have really been prepared for this. I'm trying to bring it up. But in her speech, she said that we want our, we want our, the women that is, the women of ZANU-PF want their vice presidency seats back that, that Munanago had been keeping warm uh, since they got rid of um, vice, vice president Munjuru. And mm-hmm. then she said uh, that even if it's me who occupies that seat, because am I not a member of the party? And when I'm working for the party, am I not doing party work? I'm not doing work from our house. So I'm also a human being and I can be vice president. So... It was an open open declaration of everything that some of us have been saying since. <laughs> since like I told you so. <laughs> since there was that video of Chiangwa, Shadrick uh, Mashaya Mombe, uh, mm-hmm. these grown ass men in these cars saying "Munwesekunamai," and if that was the most that was the most perverse thing I had seen, and I said, "No, this person is definitely working towards." being president and the first step towards being president that's bef- this was before she had even become um leader of the women in zanopiev so the yeah. first step was leader of women in zanopiev second step was vice president and uh if she's vice president after 2018 then we know that if uh the goblin goes to wherever goblins go when they persp- when they per- when they per- perish she will be first in line <laughs> mm-hmm. to hell. They go to hell, don't they? Well, but even hell might be too nice. Not there well. Go somewhere warm. You know, I I refuse to speculate on anything goblin related with you. I'm not coming. I'm not going to jail. For <laughs> you wait <laughs> by by saying <laughs> that she's trying to end up insulting the president by mm. saying the goblin and his wife. Are they tacitly agreeing? The president is a goblin. You know, I was I was wondering when somebody would ask that question. Are you saying? Because do what you um definition you could goblin? Because So you yourself can no longer be in trouble for calling him goblin. Because the police, because by yes, have, have said the ones that is. have given us this could the president is goblin, so it now goes, he's now a comrade, um, Robert <laughs> Gabriel Mgabe, the first secretary of Zano PF, leader of the defense forces, and goblin in chief. <laughs> Again, to anyone who's security forces related, <laughs> am I being and unreasonable? <laughs> 
I don't think you're being unreasonable, but you know, when people are arrested, no one is asking about reason. <laughs> no one is reasoning. <laughs> they just, they just oh. arresting. Uh, so um and now I'm going to not go to Rumani lies. So oh. <laughs> I've worked hard to speak. Shout out to Kathy <laughs> on the group with that that question about <laughs> that question about where the lies affects. Ah, Kathy, let's be friends. <laughs> And shout out to Comrade Mark Katsaura, who's who's buoyed <laughs> as G forties on the upper end right now. Congratulations to you and your faction. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Let's come back to the rally. Listen, for me what was most interesting is uh, both rallies. Did you talk about um Mugabe's rally as well? No, Maybe I, you just, I just I was getting because uh, mm-hmm. I thought Mugabe was so angry because his wife had been booed. Because he knew one was a because she was angry if he hadn't stepped up to him, uh, stepped up for her. Yes, I yes, je sais, Jojo, because you know you don't. As a man, I feel like you don't want to go home, and then your wife is like, and then the people said you just don't need those problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I think he just wants to nap most of the time. Um, but yeah. I do think that it's yes, you're right. I do think that it's interesting and very um, significant that she has openly stated that she does aspire to be vice president. I hope she will do the same about the presidency sooner rather than later. Tongo kuti what's on the playing field. Um, but with regards to the booing, you know, you shouldn't take it personally. I think as a leader, you just need to grow a thick skin and. People are not always going to. I I know Vanava but people are not always going to agree with what you say, and so there's a. Ah, she's just not politically mature, and for me, it leaves a very bad taste in my mouth, and I'm afraid of the day Amaim Gabe becomes president. But yeah, we wait to see. Um, our I'm just to pick up a few quotes from from the from the president. I think people need to realize just how charged he was um mm. he he said he said um i'm sorry give me a second mm-hmm. so, so today if i'm he said about Mnanango, we cannot have what is happening in Mashingo and Midlands, where the where we're told these provinces are not president Mugabe's, but they they belong to v p Mnanago. I to, I, I'm, I'm told of daily in, in the name of Nanagwa. I'm told of daily in the name of Nanagwa. Did I make a mistake in appointing him as a VP? If I made a mistake by appointing him, tell me, I will remove him now. We are not afraid of anyone. We can decide even here. I will stand in front and, I have, have, and have him do the same. Those who want to be with me, join me. And those who want to be with him, go to him. Today we've reached the tail end of the interface and I, we get all this nonsense. I do not like this. So to the people in Masungo with their attitude, you can go ahead and form your own party because we honestly cannot have this. We cannot be insulted on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And that's a paraphrase. And in fact, I was reading off the Herald website. So I think that they perhaps have you know, sanitize that. But he basically told him, I'll get rid of you. 
and mm. as the appointing authority he's all been but he's been all but fired in name only um in fact i don't even remember um on, there was one interview i think where joyce mujuru was told any clearer than this yeah um so if we're going by history i think it's the end of emerson i well i what i'm wondering is why it seems like a slow way to die you know what i mean like you want to watch him suffer i mean most notably he was clapping while he was being taken apart piece by piece and <laughs> no, he clapped at the an- end of the speech like everyone <laughs> But it seems particularly cruel, don't you think? Uh, you know, to do that. I, I, look, like Where's I said on Twitter, could you, if you feel sorry for um, Emerson Uriduji, and if you support you Grace... See, <laughs> comrades, I'm not going no, to No, but there's nothing wrong to say that he won't be in Zanu for long, so it's okay. <laughs> but it does seem particularly cruel. And within the ranks of those who are still aligned to the president and Amayim Gabi, it doesn't necessarily engender trust, neither does it engender confidence that the first family will not turn on the... You know what I mean? It doesn't build confidence, neither does it build faith that it's going to be okay even after Mnangagwa's gone for anyone. No one is safe in the party. Is what I'm trying to say. Because you don't know if your head is going to be on the chopping block. I mean, for instance, right now we're talking about Dr. Sigramai being the one to follow Mgabi, are we not? But if Mangwana, they decide that then he will also be the next one who's being attacked at these rallies. And the same goes for anyone, Jonathan Moyo, Patrick Shuao, even Bonyongwe Wajo. So, this strategy is, is, is completely, I think it's a bad strategy because what I would want to see is a stronger, well, I mean, if, you know, I was doing it for ZANU-PF, I would want to see a stronger ZANU-PF after the elections. But it does seem to me that they are going to have to start the process of rebuilding the party in its entirety once they've secured a, a 2018 victory. Yeah. But you assume they're doing it for ZANU-PF. They're doing it for themselves. Grace is ensuring a survival post um, Robert's um, death, right? But do you think I'm not stronger after Robert? That's no, of my course question. Not. Of course not. But this is this is so the way she, this why? is the path she's decided to take, and M. Sekermai was a distraction. They threw him out there so that we would focus on him for a while, and then. But Grace's end game had always been to be vice president. Sidi Sekambrawa is never in contention. Mm. There That's was no true, because it doesn't make. They're not going to have three vice presidents. They can't take it away from Poko because he occupies the Zapu seat and he's been loyal. So the only person. So Sekambrawa was just a, a more palatable. Uh, person to be thrown out there so that they can focus on him while they're destroying Emerson. But she said it yesterday unequivocally. Could he must go mm-hmm. back to a woman and if that woman is me, what's wrong with that? And even cool. in fact she even brought up the example Yekuti Ingaiwewe Emerson Wakasira constituency Kunamaiwake. Um because Emerson did that he 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 left a constituency and his wife became the member of parliament afterwards. 
So it was nice. almost a question as to what's wrong with Mugabe leaving the presidency to me, seeing as you've already set the precedent for that. Wow. Yeah. Eh, you know, my mind boggles. For all of Mugabe's, this is not what is in the constitution, neither the ZANU-PF constitution nor the country's constitution, which seems to come third always um, to party politics. It seems... It seems very um, away from, I think a few podcasts ago, we were talking about how Mugabe has never deviated from script when it comes to the constitutionality. I mean, even land reform, they enacted an, uh, a law in parliament before they start. Well, I mean, they started grabbing farms, but then they enacted a law. So this is, I mean, it's it's super constitutional, regardless of which one you're looking at. No, and no, but I'm surprised by Mugabe. Oh no, no, there's there's no surprise. Um, I'm, I mean, I think my 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 summary was a bit incomplete because I was trying to get to the juicy bits. Um, Grace oh, okay, first sorry. said that, um, Chinamasa, please amend the constitution to bring back. The, the woman's vice president seat that we took away from Joyce Mujuru. We want our seat back. Um, <laughs> we want you to amend this constitution before we even get to Congress. So that so they're just going to amend it like <laughs> like they did when they removed um, Joyce. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least she's learning from her husband. That gives me a little bit of faith. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> what do I have left? What dignity have I got left? That's, that's an oxymoron. I don't think anything Grace has ever done. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, that's basically where where um, I think that's basically where we can we can sort of wrap up in terms of that. I don't see um, anything else happening. Uh, to save um, Emerson, and it's really annoying to me because because I think I had just learned how to pronounce his name properly. So oh. now he has to go, and I, you know, now I have to learn how to pronounce Pekezili. Pekezili. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So just to to clarify, um, Chris just sent a message on the group. Um, I think, like like I said, I think I'm going because um, Lacoste <laughs> right now, when we say Lacoste, um, they're hiding. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but uh, Are you? Are you really? <laughs> for the purposes of this podcast... <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> geez, can you imagine? Imagine being, imagine being Emerson on that drive, that long drive from Blue Hill. Because I don't think what I'm going to helicopter anymore. I think I'm going to go to the road. I'm going to go and every Eating ice cream or samosas, God knows what now. I'm must just look at you like, I'm small house, no going to go to the You think a small house is like, mm-mm, mm-mm, not today, mm-mm. <laughs> the thing about small houses is that they're incredibly opportunistic. So, and they can smell, you know, when, when you, if you're as a man, 
not that I would know because I've never had a small house because I've never been married. But when your small house leaves Yuka, just know bad fortune has come your way because they're the first to smell. They're like rats. They're the first to smell death around someone's fortunes. Uh, follow the small houses. Yeah. Oh. In a disaster. Just so always follow So the- I'm sure Emerson's girlfriend's out there. Maybe she's not going to Pablo's. Yeah. <laughs> May I want to be a small house of a small house? So I pay per one point five You want to roll five hundred? Five years, Ah, I think you know if I was a small house, I would pack a twenty to get pizza in. I know I'm a big man, guy. I can't have, I can't live on pizza alone. Ah, <laughs> Who did the work? <laughs> <laughs> but um. Anyway, sorry. Uh, just to clarify, to, to clarify the um the charges against uh, Martha O'Donovan, um, who's a twenty five year old American, is um how they did it or the allegations surrounding her is that on twenty two October two thousand and seventeen, investigations revealed that the Twitter account at Matigari was accessed via Zimbabwean online internet. So Zol sold people out. Um, so don't use Zol anymore, guys. Um, and it goes on to give a IP address and yeah. the version of Mac um, that she was running. Yeah. And it also says that she uses Onion Router Tor. This is all information that would have been supplied by Zol. And um, it said that... Um, she is only one of the administrators of the account and the tweet that she actually sent out that they can prove from when she was logged in is we're being led by a selfish and sick man. And the mm. attachment and that uh, was sent on the 11th of October 2017 and that's um, that attachment included a picture of uh, the goblin and so the two counts are... Uh, let me correct you, Ipapo. It's yeah. President of the Republic of Zimbabwe, Commander of the Defense Forces, Vice-Chancellor of all the universities, and Supreme Leader. Okay. President Gabriel Mugabe. Robert Gabriel Mugabe. Your mm-hmm. words, not mine. Go on. <laughs> I'm not going down for your words. <laughs> so yeah, her first count is subverting a constitutional government as divined by Section 22. Um, the pastor, Evan Mawere Chaj... And yeah. the second one is undermining authority or insulting president as defined in section 33, the um, AC Lumumba charge. Um, oh, but section 22, you are undermining a constitutionally elected government is definitely past the advance clause. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so those, um, just to provide clarity on what the actual charges are. Um, and... I'm sure we'll be hearing more more about this and more from from everyone. Um, we'll keep updating on the story. But yeah, I think for me, that's it. I don't know about you, Ben. Well, I just wanted to add that, you know, seeing as what's happened with the American election and Russia, you know, they had congressional hearings about Russia buying adverts on Facebook and Twitter. I just wonder if it's not safer for 
the American citizens in, in Zimbabwe for America to use that strategy. Uh, use Facebook. But, you know, just my insipable. Um, and then, you know, likewise for the Zimbabwean government, please hire me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want, you want to be part of paid Twitter, please? <laughs> yes, exactly. Please hire us. We're here for you. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that's all I have to say. Um, yeah, stay safe. <laughs> please don't retweet. <laughs> retweet. Don't retweet <laughs> in, in general. Just don't. Um, yeah, stay out of jail, guys. <laughs> and um, where can people find you on Twitter? <laughs> you think I'm going to give out my Twitter handles now? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Are you seriously not going to do it? No. <laughs> All right, well, you can find me at Upeyu. I'm joking. <laughs> well, you can find me at Henry Beatty, and I'll be tweeting treasonous things because I'm, I have the pleasure of being far away from 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 zimbabwe but um yeah stay safe out there people um yeah, yeah it's squeaky bum time so i think yeah. uh the government is going to be more it's going to be bad um but at the end of the day the only thing we can do is register to vote and then vote and vote for the right people um yeah even if you're just simply voting against whatever you think is wrong in the country, it's still better. Just make sure you register to vote and vote. Um, so, yeah, the BVS Phase 2 is out now. Um, go and have a look. Um, Kubatana.net has got all the centers around. Um, there's a couple of apps on Android where all the centers are. It takes 10 to 15 minutes max. Please, please, please go and register to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, for, that's it mm-hmm. for me sorry go ahead okay for anyone who has an interest in what's happening in parliament the parliament of zimbabwe has an app um just look up uh zimbabwe parliament or parliament of zimbabwe on google play or wherever it is you download your applications yeah. yeah on the app store um and stay informed uh there's more than one way to engage with governance and it's not Simply social media. I think if, yes, please register to vote. It's very important. Um, I keep hearing people talking, asking, why should I register to vote? And this is exactly why you should register to vote, because you shouldn't be afraid to retweet um, or even tweet your opinion. Uh, Comment is free, where it should be anyway. So, yes, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.